Fill your bowl to the brim and it will spill. Keep sharpening your knife and it will blunt. Chase after money and security and your heart will never unclench. Care about people's approval and you will be their prisoner. Do your work, then step back. The only path to serenity. Wow. (laughs) That's very beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And on that balancing note welcome to the 16th episode of the seeding podcast we're your hosts mia and simone and today we're going to be talking about radical natural living and everything that entails um we just want to quickly do a quick trigger warning or disclaimer um in this episode we are going to be talking about Uh, quite a few sensitive subjects like cancer and uh, sexual health and stuff like that and naturally everything that we're going to be talking about is going to be um from a place of privilege we just want to plant the seeds of what we think and what we believe and um if you resonate with that that's great if you don't that's fine as well um so yeah without further ado let's get into this episode so i think firstly i just want to preface that your health is in your own hands i think a lot of the time like us humans well in our modern day um we all assume that other people can help us like doctors can help us with everything when obviously it's powerful it's it's important to see doctors but i think no one really knows themselves anymore Mm. um and there's so much out there for us to learn and um like we need to basically be studying what we're using what we're putting inside our bodies um to gain that autonomy back um so yeah and then also just i guess that just comes hand in hand with holding yourself accountable so like if you do get really sick but you have been making like multiple errors with your health and you know that like you need to make sure you're holding yourself accountable and making the right steps after that um which yeah it can be scary and i don't mean to make anyone feel bad because you know we're all still learning um and we've definitely come a long way ourselves mm-hmm. um but i think that's because we've learned a lot of information and learned about what we're using and what maybe a better alternative might be um and a lot of the time like alternative medicine i don't know about you but it's got this like really bad stigma for a lot of people Mm. where people think it's just like a hippie hippie life and it's like not actually the right the right way and they you know want to push themselves away from it and like no we'd we'd rather you know stick with nhs and go to the clinic and like get these pills for this certain thing and that's the right way um when actually it's like okay fair enough someone's got a degree in medicine and they're a doctor and they've had all this training yes fair enough they might know a thing about i don't know whatever disease or something that you might have i think um a lot of the time like alternative medicine can be really powerful and there's so many different types so yeah um anyway that's like another little disclaimer sort of yeah i um, just also quickly wanted to talk about how like health is wealth like your health i think we just especially when you're younger you take it for granted like you you don't realize how important your health is until you get ill. Like I was, (laughs) I had food poisoning like 
a week ago or so. And it literally, I mean, every time I get ill or whatever, I always just, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait until I'm better. And I yeah. promise I'm not gonna take my health for granted again because it really like, you never know when you're gonna get ill or when, you know, things could take a turn for the worse and you're like, you know, your bodily functions are disabled and stuff like that. So like, just know that your health, your your body, um, it's like just don't take it for granted and it really is like one of the most valuable things that you can have on this earth yeah. like more valuable than money and yeah. any other material possessions that you could even yeah. think of but yeah um yeah i think also quickly just going off what you said of like natural medicine and then western medicine we're going to talk about both in this episode um but we also just want to again say it's self-information if you want to go down the western medicine path or the natural medicine path it's your own decision no one's going to tell you what's right and what is wrong um it's again self-information it's your decision you make decisions about your health based on the information that you retrieve from this episode and your own um research um so yeah just yeah. there's no right or wrong way to go about it it's like your own personal decision of what yeah, you definitely. deem is right for your life yeah definitely um i think also um one thing that i like to do i don't, I wouldn't say that i'm fully like natural like i definitely have a combination of both because i think there's power in both i think again like you said it's just understanding what might be the better solution um in the long one in the long run in the long one <laughs> in the long run um because a lot of the time western medicine will just cure your symptoms and won't actually help with the root cause of what's going on whereas if you go for like a more natural um let's say holistic approach and like actually deal with like maybe the emotions that were involved in you getting sick or getting injured or whatever it is that's an issue that will probably prevent it from ever happening again um but anyway, yeah. let's just move on to um, what were we going to talk about? Yeah, I was going to say just that kind of leads us on to um, talking about Western medicine and like the medicali medicalization of the world. I I did a, like a uni module on um, medical anthropology, which was really, really interesting. And a lot of the things that we are going to talk about in regards to Western, Western medicine, that was also some stuff that I learned in that module. Um, mainly like wanting to talk about the anatomization of the body and how in big pharma and kind of big like medical, Western med medical, organizations yeah. you are not an individual with bodily needs and bodily or sovereignty you are a number you are someone that they will just compare to the norm and then treat you based off of the norm when you could be an anomaly or you could be you could have different you know wow. a different medical past or a different mm -hmm. um emotional need and you are just, it's like the standardization of medic medicalization, essentially, how everything is just standardized, like the body is standardized and um, anatomized. And when in reality, like everyone is different, everyone has different needs when it comes to treatment and when it comes to like bettering yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, that's just a thing that I don't really stand for or agree with in Western medicine. Yeah. Um, 
what what do you think yeah i agree and then to go off that with um is it christine northrup yeah she discusses how like most of the diseases or sickness or whatever um that's going on in your body like any physical issues can manifest from like emotional issues and Mm. like what has happened in your life and so she looks at everything from a very holistic view um and so with her patients um didn't you mention that she wrote something about how she'll ask them what has happened recently and that will explain pretty much everything physically that's going on for them Mm. so like if they've had like you know really bad news or like something really bad has happened to them a lot of the time that will have either like a complete catalyst effect on what they've got like what that issue is or it would have like maybe even worsened it and yeah I feel like for me at least I know that when I'm stressed I break out I get like cold sores it's fucking so annoying (laughs) sorry to swear (laughs) but like I know for a fact that when there's like emotional issues going on I break out like my skin reacts like everything changes and I think just like tuning into your emotions and understanding okay hold on a minute I think this is to do with like something much more holistic that can be really powerful so true and your body and mind are so deeply interconnected it's actually crazy and I think we don't really understand to the extent of how much they are connected and how like trauma like emotional trauma literally manifests itself in your body and I had um like I experienced it uh like a couple of months ago Simone gifted me a massage for my birthday and it was literally life-changing like we were talking uh, about stuff while she was massaging me and I didn't really understand it at the point I thought she just wanted to ask personal questions but it's because she knew certain like she was giving a massage and she felt certain parts of my body and she could feel the tension and she knew where like the trauma was held in the part these parts of my body and when I was talking about these things and she was massaging I literally burst into tears because I could feel the trauma being released and I could feel the emotion being released Mm -hmm. from my body and I mean we spoke a little bit about um in the episode we did with Vira a self-proclaimed podcast if you haven't listened to it already check it out um how like you're like things are just stored differently in different parts of your body and how there isn't just one type of therapy uh like speech therapy or like cognitive therapy that is gonna help you through it it's also physical types of therapy they're gonna help you um with your emotional well-being but also your bodily and physical well-being so don't just put yourself like in a box and restrict yourself to one certain type of therapy if you need help like there's so many different types of ways you can make yourself feel better um without having to speak about things yeah so i I just think that's so powerful especially if you've had something really traumatic as well Mm. um that can really help because it can be so hard to talk about certain issues and i think i mean it depends on the person but for certain people like massage therapy could be really beneficial um to help heal the emotional um wounds um but yeah i think just back on the topic of western medicine i think um a lot of the time like from the get-go from when you're like a child we're all kind of blindly trusting other people with our health and that can come from like getting vaccinations like as soon as you're born like is that actually 
the right thing to do or is it just because you've been told to do it there's certain things that there's like regulations sort of that like people do and it's all very clinical and it's like we never would have had that back in the day and I know health was very different back in the day disease was much more common and rampant and like you know infant mortality everything Mm. was it's it's we've come a long way with modern medicine and there's a lot of um benefits from having modern medicine but I think a lot of the time people yeah blindly trust and like don't actually question what actually hold on a minute is right in this Mm. moment like is that the right thing for my child or for me or for my family or for my grandparents like um yeah and again with the whole like treating just the symptoms like it can really um also damage your body like if you're having certain pills and certain medication there can be a lot of damaging effects to your physical health just for it to get better yeah um and that can be a whole nother topic but i don't know if you want to discuss that as well now but yeah with like antibiotics and chemo all of that like that is really yeah it's difficult yeah when when it comes to things like cancer and like long-term illnesses that require treatment um i think it's really really important to remember that natural medicine is really really important because a lot of natural medicine isn't like you become reliant and you take it every single day it's something that you turn to when you don't feel good and then you have these modes of healing that make yourself reliant you know you're not relying on something external you're relying on yourself to feel better and then your your body's better and you don't need to carry on taking the supplement or whatever like herbal remedy that you're taking herbal, herbal remedy that you're taking yeah sorry um i also want to quickly when you were talking about like how back in the day things are different and how yeah i just think a lot of people think that people who are into like natural medicine and um natural living are kind of romanticizing the past and don't know that things also happened in the past that weren't great and disease was also there and there was the plague and all that stuff but i also think it's really important not to romanticize the future because like thinking that everything's going to be great in the future and and there's going to be a cure for everything like it's just not realistic like Mm. humans are gonna get ill especially when they get older like it's just natural it's the cycle of life like when you get older your your immune system goes down and that's fine and i personally would rather live a life that i know is worth living than being on like you know what's it called like life support and like just like supplements and and and, like living like a really low quality of life just for the sake of being alive do you know what i mean i just think it's not really the quality of life with western medicine when especially when you're older it's just for me personally i just wouldn't wouldn't have find any value in that um but yeah sorry (laughs) no it's okay and i think it's a really important topic to be discussed it's really tough because i think a lot of the time people are like so hurt by this topic because you know it involves like their family Mm. or you know themselves like and I'm I'm really sorry if you have been going through a tough time with any health issues and I wish you you know we wish you loads of healing and hope that you know you get well but I think it's something that like a lot of people just sweep under the rug mm-hmm. and kind of 
don't really talk about because it's so taboo and so sensitive when actually I think I would rather know than not know yeah um or at least like listen to someone discuss it and find peace in hearing what they have to say um because a lot of the time yeah as I said things get swept underneath the rug and like people were like nope don't talk about that it's not you know not the right time and it's like when is the right time though like when are we gonna have this tough conversation (laughs) and there's also so much liberation in talking about it like a lot of like we when we went to the happy festival i can't remember the two names of the two ladies that were talking but one of them had cancer and she was saying how it actually felt so liberating to like use that word like say cancer because a lot of the time people don't it's like, the like saying word. it yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. and like talking about it on like radio and stuff like that like it actually helped her reclaim and like make herself feel bigger than her illness and make herself like brave yeah. uh, to talk about it and feel you know understood and seen um and from what i know is that like she's in remission now or like she's a lot better now yes yeah, she is and um yeah i just think there's so much power uh, and liberation in talking about it but also being involved in treatment like knowing what your what treatment you're going for and informing yourself on what treatment you're going to decide on and even if you do decide to go for you know chemo and stuff like that still using your mind to heal yourself like envision yourself being healed by the treatment no matter what treatment it is and your mind will help your body to heal well i mean it also comes like it's important to remember like so like the power of your mind but like in placebo trials when they Mm. give people like medicine saying oh this is going to heal you it doesn't have any any sort of healing properties but their mind thinks that that they're healing yeah so they heal themselves it's so powerful like that sort of stuff it's wow. so incredible to see mm-hmm. and that just proves that your mind is so powerful like you can heal yourself and yeah but again it's it's quite an intense thing to think about especially if you are um sick yourself or you know someone that's sick like just thinking oh just uh think that you'll get better and you'll get better like it's much easier said than done coming from a place where we are both healthy and have functioning bodies and stuff like that but mm. i think maybe yeah let's just leave it at that and then maybe let's talk about maybe the alternatives like lifestyle changes Mm. you can include in your life um because like taking care of like your body and your lifestyle that will help with your health in the long run and i think a lot of the time people obviously as we said earlier like take it for granted they don't fully um understand like what is the right and healthy thing to do um just daily Mm -hmm. um and yeah there's like a few things like just getting enough sun like sleep um making sure you're having like the right nourishment um with good minerals fats vitamins um within your food and movement and that will honestly those few things can really just change you for the better and change your psychology as mm. well um but yeah, yeah again it's obviously coming from a place of privilege like some people might not have the money for certain things but i think you can make do and can like <laughs> you can help yourself like with lifestyle changes basically yeah. with your health and i think that's like the main difference between western medicine and natural medicine is that the base of natural med- medicine is 
healing the root cause. It's making a lifestyle change, like a holistic change in your life rather than just taking one supplement to get rid of a certain symptom. Like it's treating treating the root cause that is causing these symptoms. Um, and that is only gonna be achieved through lifestyle change, through many different types of healing um, your mind, body, and spirit. It's not just, you know, one supplement that you're gonna take that's gonna heal you forever. Like it's, it's a natural thing and it's a constant thing that like you just have to take care of your body. And I think, um, I personally think it's a price worth paying if it means yeah. you're gonna be healthy and happy yeah. um, bodily, but also yeah. mentally. Um, I think a lot of people just also can't really be bothered yeah like they kind of think I'd it's rather easier just to live, just take yeah i'd rather just work my life get money live kind of like you know recklessly and then pay for the price later like or or they don't even know that they'll pay for the price later but they don't think about the future sort mm -hmm. of they don't and um, we don't want to you know fear monger and make you feel like you know you're gonna get sick if you don't follow these you know lifestyle changes that's not what we're trying to say um we just think that you know, it's important to remember that there are natural improvements you can make that will just make you more in touch with your humanity. Like, yeah. you know, I think a lot of the time people are really distant and um, just so far removed from their human body and understanding their health. Um, so yeah, That's and true. then there's also, you know, stuff you can do with like making things at home, like making, instead of like going out and buying medicine like try and like make your own um natural remedies with like herbs and teas and stuff like that um and you know you might not think it cures things but there's a lot of health benefits if you just look into it yeah incorporate so, it into your daily life exactly um i also do want to talk about quickly i know i said beforehand that western medicine like is a business and a market for i guess making money but I also want to say that we are aware that the health community or the natural health community also is a business. Yeah, definitely. Like they are also exploiting um, your illness and, and your need for treatment for money. That's that's also another thing. Like yeah. um, to be completely naive to the fact that it's a business would be, yeah, like I said, naive, but um, they're also profiting and also a lot of fear mongering is going on, on both sides like yeah. if you if you don't eat this you're gonna die if you do eat this you're gonna die like all this stuff like you need to get rid of this from your life otherwise you're gonna get cancer like that is also fear mongering and especially in the health community i think a lot of that is going around of like if yeah, you don't do definitely. this then this happens if you and if you're still drinking this then rah 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 again like that's another if you're constantly living in fear mm. that's also not going to be good for your body and that's also gonna lead you to have like a very negative mindset which again it has a negative impact on your body um, and like makes you like more of like a hypochondriac as well yeah and like makes you so worried about like the western medical system and yeah i think there's a lot of hypochondriacs in the yeah. health community and like worrying so much about like what you eat and drink and yeah i think that can cause more of an issue but um yeah i don't know it's a it's a tough one though if you think it's, something's gonna make you ill it's gonna make you ill like, like if you're gonna do if you're gonna consume something do it with the best intentions yeah. even 
even if you think you know like if, if you think something's gonna be bad for you like i said it's just it's not gonna be good for you so intentionally consuming things is a really important part of it as well yeah 100 percent. um okay so shall we move on to the next category <laughs> the next subject which is women and hormonal contraception um so there's many different ways you can look after your sexual health as women and like curb pregnancies and stuff we just you know obviously want to preface that it's your own choice like you do what you think is the right decision as long as you are aware of maybe the side effects like if you look into it beforehand then do what you want with that information but there can be a lot of issues that can come from the long-term use of hormonal contraception Mm. um, that no one really talks about. And everyone wants to prevent pregnancy or, you know, kind of gain autonomy over their own sexuality, which is fair enough, because like, you know, a lot of people, they don't, you know, they don't want to get pregnant. Um, But I think understanding how it can change the way you think, the way your body is, um, and, the way your body just functions like you lose a lot of your connection um to yourself and that can be really harmful and and one specific thing that i find that i find quite tricky is that when women are on hormonal contraception um they lose their periods i mean not all the time you can obviously come off your period but i think it will affect your period if even if you are coming off for your period um and you won't fully understand your health if you're losing your period yeah because your period and your cycle are a direct link to your physical health and when you lose your period and you're not on contraception you will be thinking what am i doing wrong like what can i do to get it back um Mm. and it can be really scary for a lot of women as well because like for example people with pcos like that's like it's a sign that Mm. you have PCOS as well when you lose your period certain different symptoms as well that I'm not going to get into right now but um yeah I think your periods are really really important to understand and so yeah when you are when you are on hormonal contraception um you don't have that sign to understand like what's going on Mm. in my womb like in my yoni whatever like it's just all really important to understand and i think for me a lot of like when i came off the pill um i felt like i got a lot of like my autonomy back and i understood my body and like like my body has regular periods and they're all pretty healthy like sometimes i'll get cramps it depends on environmental factors um like in my life like stress what i'm eating what i'm doing where i am but for the most part like i know that i'm okay because my periods are okay let's just quickly go (laughs) on like quickly discuss the different types of hormonal contraception that they are so obviously there's oral contraception which would either be the combination pill or the progestin only pill which the progestin only pill is usually given to people who don't do well on the combination pill or people with history of like estrogen related cancers like breast cancer and stuff like that or um ovarian cancer 
And then we've got the IUD, so the copper coil or the hormonal coil, the patch, injection, implant. Um, there's a ring as well, like the Nova ring. There's so many different types of hormonal contraception, but they all essentially do the same thing, which is keep your body in a constant state that it thinks that it's pregnant. Yeah. That's basically what it is. They all alter your hormones to obviously not get pregnant, but also um, can lead to many different short-term and long-term side effects. So short-term could be uh, constant PMS symptoms of like sore breasts, like feeling nauseous, um, cramping, like having, you know, breaking out and stuff like that, uh, weight gain as well. And, and then loss. yeah or, or weight, weight loss change, yeah. yeah um so many different things obviously because your hormones are changing but then also because a lot of people don't get the short-term symptoms and think oh it's fine like i'll just carry on but then there's also long-term symptoms like infertility infertility and um like like i said like estrogen related cancers when your body is um exposed to too much estrogen for long periods of time so obviously ovarian cancer breast cancer stuff like that um there's so many different things that can happen when you change um, your hormones, your hormones mm -hmm. with like a man-made product. And I know people will say like, oh, it's naturally occurring hormones in your body, but then they're not though, because they're not happening in your body right now. You're taking them to happen in your body for long periods of time. Like yeah. your body's constantly thinking that it's pregnant. Yeah. It's just not natural. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then I think now we can move on to the, like natural types yeah. of um well i just want to quickly say when i was um put on the pill um just for my skin because i had acne she literally did sorry this doctor <laughs> you know bless her just doing her job but she did absolutely zero to ask you know what my health was mm -hmm. really like like um what the history of my family was I, I mean I can't remember maybe she did but I really can't remember her ever like going in depth like asking me like is this the right thing for you like do you really think this is wise when it's literally just to clear up my acne yeah and she was just very quickly to to prescribe me something mm. um and I was very quick to say yes because I was like oh this is the right thing like people have told me this is you know a good way to get rid of acne um and I wasn't sexually active on the pill either. Like I literally just took it for my skin and oh my God, I don't think I've ever been so depressed in my entire life. And my yeah. skin didn't even like clear up that much, but like it, my my teenage body at 16 was already doing so much with its hormones and puberty for me to take more hormonal contraception, like yeah. more, well, to take more hormones on top of that. Oh my God, it was just like a cocktail of like misery mm -hmm. in my mind. Mm -hmm. And when I came off, yeah, like I said, I gained like this autonomy back in my body and I just felt this massive sense of relief after like a couple weeks of like coming off it. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's important to understand like the side effects before you take anything. Um, I think it's very quick for people to be like, yeah, quickly, like I'm in a relationship, let me get anything. Yeah. Let me get a, an implant just to prevent a baby. But like that is, it can be a lot on your body mm -hmm. and just remember to look after yourself if you are going to do that and just maybe even journal about like how you're thinking how you're feeling what the changes are if you are going to take it just so that you know um like oh okay that's a change like i can feel this changing i can you know maybe link that to this and 
chronologically go through like maybe how you feel week to week yeah um, because we're not going to sit here and say never take it because you know you have autonomy of your own body like you do mm. what you want we're just here to say look into it i don't know if a lot of women know this but when you take hormonal contraception obviously your mental health changes um I don't know, I feel like that's just a given with the change in hormones and like the way you perceive things will change, the way you feel about things, your energy levels, everything is just different. Also one crazy thing that I don't think people know is that your attraction to men changes because your body thinks that you're pregnant. So you're no longer kind of looking for someone to impregnate you. I know it sounds kind of weird, but um, you're not, you sometimes can look for a guy that is like actually so different to what you would look for if you weren't on con- hormonal contraception. Look into it, it's something that's interesting. I don't know everything about it, but I think that's something that's actually really cool. Like, what well, was not cool, but it's interesting to know that that can even change what you're attracted to. Yep. Um, so but true. yeah, obviously, the natural ways to prevent, or we should say maybe curb pre- uh, pregnancy, is like the family planning method where you track your fertility day to day with like measuring your basal body temperature right when you wake up and like the rise in temperature will also indicate when you're ovulating and if you do it like month after month it will soon like become very accurate as well Mm -hmm. um and like doing like maybe even like ovulation tests and stuff with like your urine and stuff and like understanding when you're ovulating and when you can have sex and when you should abstain Mm -hmm. um and I think yeah. that method within itself, even if you're not sexually active, is still a really powerful yeah. way of getting in tune with your cycle and knowing, okay, I feel like this because I'm in this part of my cycle and my body feels this way because it's th- at this part of the cycle. I think it's really important for women to understand their cycle yeah. apart from um, just trying to not have a child. Yeah. I think it's also just really important to understand yeah. your cycle, period. Exactly. Um, and then you can plan around it as well yeah exactly and like do what you think might be the right idea to do when you're ovulating like certain like workouts or plans or creative ideas that Mm -hmm. you have are really good to do when you're ovulating and then knowing when you're about to start your period to just take it down a notch or maybe even just understand that you might not be able to give 100% or whatever because your body is starting to like break down the uterus lining and stuff like that so that takes a lot of energy and I don't think people really again like fully understand like how much your body does monthly as a woman like as a woman (laughs) as a woman (laughs) as women or as a woman sorry um you just you go through a lot monthly and i don't think people really understand how differently we feel week to week Mm -hmm. so day to day even day to day yeah sorry but yeah um i think yeah maybe what did you want to say something about um like the neem oil and yeah so obviously things. the the other one um like natural birth control condoms obviously is a given yeah. um i think also just quickly ladies if you are with a man that does not care about your sexual health and your thinks that it's just your responsibility to stop pregnancy and stuff like that get rid of him yeah sorry it's a joint it takes two to tango it's a joint responsibility and if you're with someone they should also care enough to um be involved in the contraception that you're using and the natural contraception and even if you are like i know that there's um 
say the family planning there's like cycle tracker apps where you can have your partner also have the app and they can see how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis even though they aren't in the process of having a cycle and they don't take whatever it is that you're taking to prevent your um cycle or having a child they can still be there for you emotionally and support you emotionally just quickly wanted to say that it's not just for women to deal with this it's also men should actively be involved in their partner and yeah um but um obviously condoms and then also the main one really is abstinence (laughs) just don't have sex really that's a or be very selective of who you do allow inside like we we say all the time like energy is so um important when it comes to sexual energy transfer and stuff like that um but there are also some herbal um contraceptives that you can kind of include into your life things like mugwort and neem leaf capsules and then also neem oil which is a type of natural spermicide um again do your research don't just listen to me and be like oh well mia said like do your research look at the reports look at um the different research that's been done on natural um contraceptives i know that there's loads of different natural spermicides but again just figure out which one works for you which one doesn't um and just know you've got options i know that sexual health and preventing pregnancy you can feel super helpless um and you feel like you have to take the uh hormonal contraception in order for it to be accurate and Mm. like reliable but yeah i think a lot of the time for girls like especially with like something more permanent like the implant or for the coil or something like the IUD a lot of the time it's like just peace of mind yeah. because they don't actually like trust themselves enough to well okay this is <laughs> whoa sorry girls didn't mean to say that but like you know sometimes you don't fully trust yourself to take it into your own hands every day to track yeah because do... you can be forgetful yeah. and yeah. and you know because for the basal it temperature it's hard to take yeah exactly it can be long to do every day word and it has to be like the same time as well and it's like yeah if you know that you don't want to do the extra steps then obviously it's up to you and again you can make your own decisions based on your own information but all we're saying is just do your research look into it um look into the side effects into the ingredients into binding agents all of that um and make a decision whether that's something you want to put in your body or not no one realizes that living is free like yeah what you have what you can you can basically just live for free live off the land if you really wanted to um and health is free as well like you don't have to go out and like buy a bunch of medicine and do a bunch of i don't know like (laughs) expensive things um just because someone says that's the right way to go and obviously there are things that are expensive in life that will help you but i think um a lot of the time people don't realize that like a lot of the stuff you can do yourself um Mm. and it can be really powerful to like get like gain that autonomy back yeah and also just like a lot of people self-sabotage or self-restrict and use money as an excuse for not being healthy um like oh i don't have the money for a gym membership i don't have the money to pay for yoga class i don't have the money to buy organic food i don't have the money to you know all of these things you don't need a gym membership you can go for a run you can do these you can go 
do parkour. Yeah, there's <laughs> people ways they're doing it do you for know what free. Mean? You yeah. can grow your own foods. Yeah. Seeds are free. You literally go. There's community gardens. Do you know what I mean? You don't even need land nowadays to Literally. grow food or reap the yeah. reap the rewards of yeah. organic food. Wow. You know, like I think we stop standing very... in your own way. There's there's if you really want it, you would make it happen. And I think yeah. your health is worth the extra step. Is worth the extra effort. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um, I think a healthy life is a really beautiful way of just being like, yeah, I. I'm in charge of my own life. I am gonna live a long, happy life and be there to watch my children grow up, to watch my grandchildren grow up. Um, I always just look at my grandma who is literally like the beacon of health. Like she's still going on walks and um, does exercise, yoga and eats well. And like, she's so like, she doesn't even seem old. Do you know what I mean? This sounds yeah, so weird, she but like, she doesn't even seem like a grandma. She just like yeah. is, like I know she's gonna live so long and she's gonna see my grandchildren and I mean my children and you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's your life can be whatever you want it to be mm-hmm. and just really take care of yourself and your health and take it in your own hands. Yeah, for real. I think, yeah, we've just become like quite reliant on others when realistically we need to, need to try and be just more self-reliant. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I think maybe let's just give our final thoughts. Um, I think, yeah, as we said, like just gain autonomy over your body and um, maybe just question things that you might be doing that you've been told to do, but you don't fully understand. Um, And yeah, I mean, with like hormonal contraception, like all of that, anything to do with antibiotics, like make sure if you are gonna take them, research the side effects and look at um, what you can do afterwards to help yourself. Like with antibiotics, like make sure you're eating a really nourishing diet with good probiotics, like just small things like that that you can do to help. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just inform yourself and love yourself and spread good information to your friends and family. Like if you know something, don't be afraid to tell your friends and family, like just because it might be alternative. Um, And yeah, just be open to trying new things, I suppose. Yeah, I, my final thought is just listen to your body. Your body's always got something to tell you. So just listen. Yeah, for real. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Have a good rest of your day. We love you so much. Thank you for all the support and love. Um, we really, really appreciate all of you and follow us on socials at the Seedling Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and yeah, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.